Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I am your host. And today we are in episode 71.5, and this is uh, Exodus chapter 37. So welcome, and thank you for being here again. Uh, I hope that you are having a good day. I don't know what time of day it is. Maybe you're waking up, having a cup of coffee while you're listening to this. I don't know. Maybe you're having lunch. Uh, But I'm just glad that you're able to uh, take a little bit of time out of your day to read God's Word. So uh, today is uh, Thankful Thursday, and uh, I will give you that Bible verse after we start, uh, after we pray. I'm sorry. So uh, so I'm not going to delay. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, open us up in prayer, and then uh, we'll dive right in. So uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, uh, today uh, we are coming to you with grateful hearts, thankful hearts. Um, We love you and we are so appreciative of all that you do and all that you provide for us. Uh, We are most grateful for the uh, provision of your Son, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice on the cross. Lord, uh, we are thankful for that. We don't take it for granted that he died for our sins. And... uh, we don't have to do anything for it. It's a gift. We didn't have to do anything. We don't have to perform any works. Uh, you gave him as a gift so that we can have uh, the gift of salvation and uh, eternal life with you. So thank you so much for providing that for us. And uh, Lord, we uh, come to you humbly and uh, knowing that we don't deserve anything. Uh, you do all you that you do for us because you love us so much. And you loved us first. But we fall in love with you more and more every day as we get to read your word. We uh, just want to be enveloped with all of your goodness and your love and uh, get to know you better and better and uh, enjoy this relationship that we've uh, begun with you because you invited us into this relationship through your son, Jesus Christ. It's amazing how it all connects together. So thank you. Uh, Lord, I pray blessings over everyone out there who's listening. Watch over them, protect them, guide and direct them. Uh, We pray that you will inhabit their hearts, the hearts of their families, their children, their children's children. Lord, you know what their families look like, their future families. And you have a vision of how things are going to go. So we know and trust you so much and uh, just ask for complete and uh, complete blessings and a covering over them Lord uh, just watch over and protect them uh, and mine and and uh, Jeremiah's family as well uh, we're asking for the same things for us uh, just because we uh, we we don't we love you and you know we want to be covered by what you provide for us. <clears throat> Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. Uh, anoint it. Uh, be part of it. Reveal yourself to us and uh, have, help us to understand you more and more. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So, like I said, today is Thankful Thursday. And uh, today we read from Ephesians, uh, giving thanks 
always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Ephesians 5.20. It's already posted on our Facebook page and on our Instagram page, but, uh, you know, we should give thanks always and for everything, just like we pray uh, to God the Father, but we always pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, always. Give thanks through Jesus. Uh, it's, um, you know, when something happens, it's, I, I, I think I always, uh, you know, praise Jesus, you know. Oh, I won the lottery. Praise Jesus. No, that's not true. I did not win the lottery, and I don't partake in the lottery. Um, but, uh, I, you know, whatever. You know, whatever it is, you know. Oh, I found $5 in my wallet. Woohoo! Praise Jesus. Uh, whatever it is, I, I, it, it's all given to, to the glory and, and thanks to God the Father through Jesus Christ. So uh, that's our Bible verse of the day. And uh, by the way, tomorrow is Friday and we will be with Jeremiah tomorrow. So that I'm looking forward to. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. So he went on vacation. I went on vacation. It's been just crazy. And now I think we're back on uh, schedule again. So back on track. Uh, so I did kind of pre-read a little bit of this. I only highlighted a little. Um, so, you know, maybe you've already pre-read it as well. I don't know. But uh, let's go ahead and dive in to episode 71.5, and this is Exodus chapter 37. <clears throat> Building the Ark of the Covenant. Next, Bezalel made the Ark of Akasha wood, a sacred chest 45 inches long, 37, I'm sorry, 27 inches wide and 27 inches high. He overlaid it inside and out with pure gold and he ran a molding of gold all around it. He cast four gold rings and attached them to its four feet, two rings on each side. Then he made poles from acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He inserted the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark to carry it. <clears throat> then he made the ark's cover, the place of atonement, from pure gold. It was 45 inches long and 27 inches wide. He made two cherubim from hammered gold and placed them on the two ends of the atonement cover. He molded the cherubim on each end of the atonement cover, making it all of one piece of gold. The cherubim faced each other and looked down on the atonement cover. With their wings spread above it, they protected it. <clears throat> Building the table. Then Bezalel made the table of acacia wood 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches high. He overlaid it with pure gold and ran a gold molding around the edge. He decorated it with a three-inch border all around, and he ran a gold molding along the border. <clears throat> then he cast four gold rings for the table and attached them at the four corners next to the four legs. The rings were attached near the border to hold the poles that were used to carry the table. He made these poles from acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. Then he made special containers of pure gold for the table, bowls, ladles, jars, and pitchers to be used in pouring out liquid offerings. Building the lampstand. Then Bezalel made the lampstand of pure hammered gold. 
He made the entire lampstand and its decorations of one piece, the base, center stem, lamp cups, buds, and petals. The lampstand had six branches going out from the center stem, three on each side. Each of the six branches had three lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and petals. The center stem of the lampstand was crafted with four lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and petals. There was an almond bud beneath each pair of branches where the six branches extended from the center stem, all made of one piece. The almond buds and branches were all of one piece with the center stem and they were hammered from pure gold. He also made seven lamps for the lampstand, lamp snuffers and trays, all of pure gold. The entire lampstand along with its accessories was made from 75 pounds of pure gold. Building the incense altar. Then Bezalel made the incense altar of acacia wood. It was 18 inches square and 36 inches high with horns at the corners carved from the same piece of wood as the altar itself. He overlaid the top sides and horns of the altar with pure gold, and he ran a gold molding around the entire altar. He made two gold rings and attached them on opposite sides of the altar below the gold moldings to hold the carrying poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. Then he made the sacred anointing oil and the fragrant incense using the techniques of a skilled incense maker. Okay, so <clears throat> I started out with the very first uh, and second paragraphs. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, so I highlighted between one and nine, uh, talking about how, and you know, when I'm reading this, I can't help, and I don't know if we've already talked about this, but I just have this vision of the Ark of the Covenant from Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, you know, I think that Steven Spielberg had a vision of what this description was. So the sacred chest was, you know, the Ark of, uh, was made of acacia wood, a sacred chest 45 inches long. So you're looking over three feet long and then 27 inches wide, so that's a little bit over two feet, whatever that is, and then 27 inches high, which is less than three feet. So, you know, you're just trying to get a, a gauge for the size of this, you know, arc, which is going to contain the stone tablets inside of it, uh, and they're going to be carrying it. So I highlighted that. He overlaid it uh, inside and out with pure gold, and he ran a molding of gold all around it. And then he cast the four gold rings and made acacia poles to go through it so they can carry it because nobody's supposed to touch the Ark of the Covenant. That's what I understand. Uh, then he made the Ark's cover, the Place of Atonement. And I'm not sure exactly what the Place of Atonement is supposed to be. The, I think we talked about this before, but again, that's something we have to look up. Uh, so again, it's 45 inches long and uh, 27 inches wide. So it covers the top of the, uh, 
of the covenant. And he made two cherubim. So again, going back to that picture of from that movie, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had exactly that, the two cherubim facing each other, but looking down uh, at the top of the, uh, they faced each other and looked down on the atonement cover. With their wings spread above it, they protected it. Um, that's really all that I highlighted. Everything else was uh, just descriptions of how Bezalel, you know, made the table, the lampstand. Uh, he built the incense altar. Uh, and, you know, he had obviously a lot of precision doing this. And then, and then he made the sacred anointing oil and the fragrant incense using the techniques of a skilled incense maker. So he was definitely uh, a guy who knew a lot, you know, about, you know, not just about incense, but about how to build and to create. And, and he's doing it exactly the way God uh, required him to do it. So. Uh, so that's it for today. Uh, I, I hate to not, I, I'm sorry if I don't have any more information than that, but this is pretty cut and dry. It's just really just telling us how God instructed them. And it's kind of, a, you know, this is kind of repeating what God's instructions were several chapters back when he was describing how he wanted things built. So... So that's it for today. Uh, again, uh, I never will let you, at least for right now, I will not uh, let you go without uh, giving you the opportunity to uh, say the prayer of salvation. Uh, if you feel like God is leading you uh, to believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then this is your moment. If it's, you know, if he's putting it on your heart, then you, I would suggest you be obedient to him. So, uh, but it's, you know, it's between you and God. And so I am merely going to uh, say the prayer. Every time I say it, it's kind of like reinforcing what I believe in. Uh, so it just makes me feel not, you know, I just feel like I just kind of reinforcing what, what I first believed in, you know, 30 years ago when I, when I got saved. So I'm going to stop chattering and I'm going to go ahead and pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the adopted family of Jesus. Uh, today is the first day of the rest of your life. I don't know how else to say that. But uh, anyway, um, I'm just glad that uh, you were uh, led to say the prayer. And uh, we always strongly suggest that you um, uh, get to a church get to a pastor. Uh, first and foremost, we say, mark it in your Bible that today is the day that you gave your life to Jesus and celebrate. But uh, also you might have some questions that need to be answered. Uh, you might um, feel like, you know, you might want to get involved with uh, a ministry or a Bible study, uh, whatever God is leading you to do. Uh, he'll, you'll figure it out. You'll know, you'll know, you'll know, you know, that's all there is to it. So, uh, anyway, 
I'm just glad that you are uh, being obedient and uh, you gave your life to Christ. And you know what? I we'll say it again tomorrow, but we love to hear from you. If you've got something to say, if you want to tell us that you got saved, uh, you can email uh, me or Jeremiah, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Uh, you can, you know, instant message us on um, Facebook or uh, private message on Instagram. However you want to, you know, tell us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, so uh, that's it for today. Uh, I'm blessed beyond measure that I get to do this. And I'm glad that you were able to join me, whatever time it is, morning, noon, or night. Uh, I'm just glad that you were here. So God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow with uh, Jeremiah. So take care.